Join Pam Perry, veteran PR strategist, Emmy Award-winning producer and publisher of Speakers Magazine, who will show you how to crack the code in getting out there to get known. Each week, she either interviews her media friends, PR colleagues, or she just goes solo, offering you strategies on publicity, publishing, and platform building. So, listen up to hear how to get booked on media places and on superstar stages. Now, here's your host, Pam Perry. Hey, welcome to the Pam Perry uh, PR podcast. We call it Get Out There and Get Known because that's what you want to do. So today we're going to talk about print, print and PR. I love print. My background is in print. I worked for the Free Press for many, many years. I love magazines. My house is like filled with magazines. Besides having like speakers magazine, print is the thing. That is just my personal preference. I know a lot of people love TV. Obviously, this is a podcast. I've worked in radio too for several years, but print is near and dear to my heart. I grew up really just reading a lot of these print publications. So today we have um, Malika Holloway on, and she's going to be talking about print and PR. She's a a publicist that works with a lot of clients, and she gets them featured in magazines, which I love. Uh, things like Forbes, uh, Business Insider, Huffington Post, Entrepreneur, and I'm sure probably some of the Black publications as well as Essence and Black Enterprise and Ebony. Uh, how don't want to leave them out. So we're going to be talking about that. But her background, she's out of Atlanta, the ATL. And uh, she is the principal publicist and communications consultant with the official Malika Group. The, and we call that the OMG, right? Official Malika Group, OMG. And uh, she also has worked um, also as a contributing writer for Influencer uh, as well. And also as a contributing writer for the Good Men Project. And so a lot of the publications that she works with are really, I guess you would say, very... Um, widespread and and one of the things i want to talk to malika about is like why do people really want pr and why is good press really like the lead thing that that i think um really helps set you apart versus say someone who's just on uh what i call like your three minutes or four minutes of fame on television but you can actually have this print publication so with that i'm going to bring up malika Hello, hello, hello. Thank you for having me. That was a great intro, by the way. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> so I'm going to move you over to the right and sure. really just kind of like get into it about um, your uh, love for print and really how yes. you really found that niche in terms of that. Because the Goodman Project, I always tell a lot of my clients, too, that writing should be your lead, followed by it should be with print radio and television. It's almost like a stair step. And uh, I like the Goodman Project. I like Influensive. I had some clients in there. And be even before SEO was a thing, Malika, yeah. it was just a, just good to have a journalist tell your story. You know, um, this is this month's Speaker Magazine. But Dr. Kimbrough? Yes, yes. So Dr. <laughs> Kimbrough is, is here, but you can tell his story. And obviously he's yes. an author as well. But the main thing is that Sierra Black did, does the cover story. She's out of Atlanta as well. Okay. But why print? Why why would someone really want to focus, I guess you would say, and really try to do uh, print, you know, magazines especially, not necessarily newspapers. So we'll talk about magazines right. today. 
With, with print, I, I look at print publications or getting yourself featured or seen in print publications. It's it's almost like getting on TV, especially when the magazine is like sold in stores and you can go into Barnes and Noble and get a magazine off the shelf, which I've done multiple times for my clients and find their pictures and find their names. It it just gives you that feeling of almost like I've arrived. I'm mm-hmm. nominated. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, us being in PR and working in media, um, and you, of course, got years on me in the game. You've seen how media has changed over the years. Oh and my it's, God. Almost, it's almost like social media has taken over and almost wiped everything out. Um, mm-hmm. So we it's like it, we call it PR 2.0 because you yes. have to have that. You have to have those digital footprints in order to to be seen and heard. So, Malika, why would say, for instance, there's an author, there's a speaker. Mm-hmm. Why do they need PR? I try to explain it to people in a way that, um, you know, makes business sense because the ROI on publicity is not necessarily that it drives sales, but it can. Yes. So explain to people why publicity, because they need to know like what it is for. Now, obviously it makes them feel good to say, oh, I saw you in Entrepreneur. (laughs) I saw you in Forbes. But beyond that, how does someone that's a speaker and author really leverage it for their business? Really, it's, it's like having third party credibility or third party verification, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, like one of my clients, uh, she's an interior designer. She has some celebrity clients, but she works with you know everyday people as well. But I know when she worked with us for like six months, she had her first. She made one hundred and seventy six thousand dollars that month. And it was from how hard we were able to plug her and plug her business in a lot of the publications. And of course, what she do, she shared them out on her social media, on her news list. And so what it did, it drove traffic to her, her story as a black, um, as a black interior designer or decorator. Um, But what it allowed her to do was be able to fill up her pipeline with leads and people to Mm -hmm. close. And so Wow. And I, I get what you're saying. It's like it's, it's very hard to explain our ROI, but it's from a storytelling aspect. Sometimes people try to tell their own stories um, and they do a good job. Let me say that. Yeah, they, they do. They could go on a TED talk and they can tell their own. You know, but they need one thing. of us to say yeah, yeah. for this publication or for this audience, these are the talking points. These are the topics. This is how you get a pulse for the mm-hmm. room. And so mm-hmm. I typically tell people they need PR, not when they're trying to drive revenue. No, you need marketing and sales for that. That's what right. marketing and sales is for. Public mm-hmm. relations is more for the relationship building and the storytelling aspect, the thing that mm-hmm. gets people like loyal to you. It's like brand building. You get yes, people bought exactly. into your story, especially for authors, speakers, coaches. Like you need people to fall in love with you and naturally they'll want to know, okay, let me see what she's really doing. What's the business about? Let me support them. Or, hey, she has or he has what I need and so I need to hire them. So PR really helps fill up your pipeline and get your story out there, whether it's you for your personal brand or for your company, so that people can really fall in love with you. It's like getting uh, a third party verification, somebody else saying, you're great, you're amazing, you know what you're doing. We always say the best form of advertising is word of mouth and being having referrals and and really people recommending you. And really, before you even enter the room, people should really kind of be speaking about you. What what are they saying? And so PR is that tool that builds leads, also builds traffic. And so when I have um, Dennis Kimbrough was on Atlanta Live. It's a different market for him. That's yeah. primarily a, a Christian market. Dr. Teresa Harrison interviewed him. So he's been around and people know mm-hmm. about his books. They can grow rich. But now there's a Christian audience that he can speak to. 
telling basically the same story, yes. but to a different audience. And so tell us like a little bit of the differences between some of the publications that we're talking about audiences, what an audience for entrepreneur, what their audience basically bend is versus Forbes versus Business Insider. So, yeah. so people can yes. really understand. One of the things I will tell people that if you want to be in a particular publication, study the publication, <laughs> read it, understand it. Uh, you can you can really hear what Malika will say, but mm -hmm. but for the most part, for yourself, really know who what what they're writing about and and who their target audience is. And so, see, I always tell people when whenever I get a prospect, oh, I want to be in all the stuff you've been in, all the stuff your clients been in. I'm like, well, where do your clients hang out? Because exactly. it would not do you any good to get a feature or to be on the cover of Entrepreneur Magazine if your clients are reading Exo Nicole mm -hmm. or they're reading Black Enterprise or, or they're reading a cooking book or they're reading a cooking book ma you know, magazine, why. right? You know, so I think it's that allurement of just to be able to say, oh, I was an entrepreneur, I was in Forbes. And that's I the part that I am doing my best to cut out. Like it was cute at first. And I was like, wait a minute, we got it messed up. And so Business Insider really likes to give tips on for everyday people almost. It's like me giving my experience. Like I wrote an uh, article for them and I talked about how from one skill, I was able to create half a dozen income streams because, you mm -hmm. know, they say everybody needs seven. seven. The billionaire has seven streams of income. But I was like, it's not having a tax business and then a PR agency and then a T-shirt company. It's and a chimney sweeping. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I use my one skill as a communicator to be able to build multiple streams. So I'm yes. an author, I'm a speaker, I'm a coach, I'm a publicist. I do so marketing. Naturally. You know? mm -hmm. And so that's what Business Insider is about. So when people say, oh, I want to be in Business Insider, I'm like, well, what can you teach people? You mm -hmm. know, like that. that's that's the easiest end for Business Insider. For entrepreneur, what's different about your entrepreneurial journey? People like mm -hmm. to say, um, well, you know, I, we made a million dollars last year. I'm like, and so did seven of my other clients. Actually, they made five to 10 million. So again, what is this is one of the things that uh, Frances Francesca Felder, she says, greetings, Dr. Pam and Malika. She says, Malika, I'm seeing you everywhere. And that's really what part that's of it, awesome. getting out there and getting known is about, about being seen everywhere. When people say, oh, I see your name everywhere. They see you in different publications, but they do have to be um, knowing maybe Francesca, maybe she's seeing you everywhere she's seen you everywhere because you're in her target audience, right? You're, you're in her target audience. So you're, she's seen you everywhere in the places where it fits for her to see it. Now, maybe if she were reading, I don't know, if you're in the Wall Street Journal, she may not have seen that one. Exactly. But yep. she sees you in the other part where you see everywhere. And so, so much of Business insiders for everyday people, entrepreneur versus Forbes. So what's the difference, the slight difference between, I'm sure they probably go head to head yeah. um, in terms of advertising dollars, but in terms of editorial, what is the difference? <laughs> I was going to say, two? yeah, advertising dollars, it's the same, but from the editorial, the storyteller aspect. So Forbes likes to separate, it's almost like the upper echelon okay. of people doing business or companies making money. And so... I was going to, I can honestly say no matter what, how long you've been in business, if your story is good enough and it's a story that can talk about generating revenue or building some type of notoriety and it's not been heard before, you'd be a very good candidate for Forbes and entrepreneur. Um, mm -hmm. A lot of times when we think about Forbes, we automatically think about riches and wealth, period. Mm -hmm. But they also good. have, you know, content outside of just business, outside of just money. Sometimes it's something new that's happening or coming up. And so 
I think it's very important to your point, like people have to read the publications and know what type of content they're putting out. You know, for us, I tell other publicists, like, if you're going to pitch somebody, you better have read at least five to 10 articles if they have that many. So you don't tell them something they already done. You got to give them something new. And so right. as a parallel, you have black enterprise. It's about people making moves in the black business world. Mm -hmm. um, it's about new stories. We haven't heard some we have. Um, then we have Exo Nicole It's for millennial women, for women mm -hmm. of color. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of times you'll see people pitching like, oh, you know, my name is Katie, a white woman, soccer mom. It's like, how are you going to relate? To <laughs> and so the thing is, and I have to tell my clients, just because you have in your head that this is your goal publication, it will do nothing for your bottom line. If your audience doesn't read, doesn't listen to the podcast, doesn't watch the TV show. And if something's new, because a lot of times people want to go straight for like the top tier. But I'm like, all of none of your people read anything on there. It'll look mm -hmm. good. You can say, oh, mm -hmm. I was speaking in Forbes and all this. And that, that's what I kind of call um, ego marketing. So it feeds <laughs> their ego, mm -hmm. but it doesn't really help with their ROI. And so it's such good. Yes. dopamine people will have when they're seen in certain publications and they have the bragging rights and they can walk around and like strut the tail feathers right like a peacock but when it really comes down to it does that really matter if you're a business person and really pr is a function of marketing and marketing yeah. is a function of sales and sales is yeah get sold you're not in business so i know people who get a lot of publicity and they don't know how to turn it they yes. don't know how to really uh convert it into real dollars when people are in speakers magazine so say for instance this is Danielle, and 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 they know how to turn this in one he has a book and he has another project that he's working on so obviously it's given him he's been around for a while but it's right. given him some new exposure and then she has an event you know and then she'll also be in the magazine and so we share it out mm -hmm. for not just like oh isn't that a pretty picture which is what everybody's really like so excited about but it's like it's more than that because sometimes yes. you could be in the magazine you could be an entrepreneur business insider forbes and not have a picture yep and it's still good it's because still good. it's telling the story and so trying to get a lot of the authors and speakers who kind of feel quote unquote like celebrities they really just look at the, the yeah. optics and it's Absolutely. not about the optics it's about the story Yes. So do you think that authors and speakers should pitch or should they write or should they do a combination of both? I would definitely say do a combination of both. Um, when mm -hmm. I, Before I decided to do PR, I was actually a ghostwriter and an editor. Ah, and I would okay. write people's books for them and they would, they would be so excited that the book is done. But I realized they don't even know how to sell it. They don't even mm -hmm. know how to talk about themselves or the book right. in a way that would make somebody want to buy it. And I was like, there has to be something else outside of branding. There's, it has to be a certain marketing. And that's when I fell into PR because I was like, oh, it's the storytelling. And it's yes. the public perception. And I like that part. Mm -hmm. um, but like to your point, people have to be able to sell in order to stay in business. And many people, they have great pictures. They have great websites, beautiful social media, amazing programs mapped out. But they don't mm -hmm. know how to sell it. And mm -hmm. so when I typically when I have on my PR hat, I'm wearing multiple hats. I'm always in sales mode because my thing is and I tell people you, there has to be a return on the investment, whether yes. that's us getting leads to your email. I don't really like 
social media followers, I do not like using that as a metric because those are not people in your pipeline. If they're not exchanging social media, can shut you down. You know, Facebook is not immediately. (laughs) Or or I've had someone that will call me in tears and says, "Oh, my Instagram just got hacked," and all this and that. It happened to me last year, and I I was like. But, but you have an email list, so you can build from mm-hmm. that. You can send out an email to everyone on your, you know, on your list. And text messaging, text yeah. message list. Yes, mobile marketing is yes. really, really important. So people will answer, people will answer that quicker than they will. Like sometimes yes, they will. Uh, so, I would yeah. say write and can, can be, because I, I like to work with thought leaders, people who actually do want to contribute and write and, and put the thoughts out there about yeah. entrepreneurship and what success really is, because I think social media has done a very... Great job at warping what it is to be a business owner, what it is to be successful. And so I tell them, hey, you're going to have to write. You need to contribute to some platforms. And of course, everybody, well, I want to do right for the top ones. And I'm like, well, nobody knows you. You barely know you. Let's start somewhere. Let's get a byline, at, at, at least in your local paper. Let's, get a, let's blog for, for a few and let's see how that goes. Let's yes. let's really just shape your thoughts, you know, your thought leader. Like, okay, so what thoughts are we leading with here? And I always tell people that. And they says, well, I just want to do lives. I just want to, and it's fine. I mean, it's I've been blogging way. since 2005. Mm-hmm. So I put together like all of my blogs and it, they were like as thick as phone books. Like they were this. You, you had books. You had I had books. books. And I was yeah. like, oh my God. I said, but live just came along. And so yeah. people say, oh, I see you or I know you and I've seen you. But it's like, I blog. My words were the main thing that people yes. really need to grab a hold of. So I want people to really understand that the optics for video, the optics for uh, photos and all that, that's really, really important. But what is really, really critical yeah. is the journalism of writing. You yes. know, you heard Malika say that she was a ghostwriter before she became a publicist mm-hmm. and she's using the same type of skills. If you can, because you think about it, if you're going to pitch someone, you're going to have to write a great headline. You're going to have to write a good pitch. You're going to have to write a good press release. You're going to have to write a good media kit. So it's the words. And so many times when we're talking about branding, people think it's all about the optics and the pictures and the video. And it's not. It's really, really not. I'm going to take a break right here and we're going to talk about branding, uh, really how that fits in with PR. And right after this, we'll we'll come back and uh, talk more about really like how to get in these publications for real, for real. And Pam Perry, veteran PR strategist, Emmy award-winning producer and publisher of Speakers Magazine. I know that you probably have a message that you want to reach the masses and you've been doing it for a long time it's just i just need that big break enter in the brand accelerator program where we bring to you 10 key experts that will give you access to their brain and to their resources so that you can accelerate i know that in order to really grow my influence and my impact i've got to get on media i've got to be seen so i've had other publicists that have worked with me in the past But Pam doesn't just focus on where you are right now. She focuses on where you're going and what publicity, what media is in alignment with that. Hey there. So what she said was like, what media is in alignment with that? Not every media is for you. So 
that was Nicole, Nicole Robert Jones. I've worked with her for a, a while, but she's on like the, she's in a different uh, realm of right. like reeling Christian women. And so she's on the top podcast for Christian women. She's in Christian magazines, Christian television shows, business and Christian women, you know, purpose driven women. She was just on that podcast. So those are may, maybe not as big as, well, she was on CNBC too. We did get her there. But, but the part of it is that probably her target audience wasn't on CNBC. NC, CNBC, but it was a good bragging right to say that she yep. was on there, but her audience is really on the ones where they're concentrated. They're concentrated. Like all of your people are reading, uh, you know, a certain publication because that's where they are or they're on Atlanta Live or they're in, yes. um, you know, Fit and Faith or, you know, those are the, the different type of places where they are concentrated of who it is. And so when I tell people, I said the media if you make a list of your top 10 media, think about where the concentration of your audience is, not how big the audience is for the publication, but where the concentration of your audience. I said, that is so, so key because you'll get good return on investment on that. But building up the brand, sometimes you yeah. need those bigger ones, you know, to really kind of like settle like, oh, they've been seen on CNBC and mm -hmm. that builds that brand and positioning in someone's mind. And then it gives it that credibility that people are looking for. So when you're saying to people, it's like, okay, it's more than PR. It really yeah. is a little bit of branding. How do you work with the clients to make them understand that, you know, we don't have a magic wand. We can't do all <laughs> this. I was wondering if the wand was going to come out at some point. The wand comes out because they think like, can't you just make me famous? Can you just wait? It's like I would be Bill Gates if I could just make you famous. Because and, right. and I probably wouldn't be talking to you because then I would be super, super famous. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, but with branding, it's all about that emotional connection. What do people mm -hmm. feel? What do they think? What do they see when they come in contact with you? Yes. Um, like when you say Dennis Kimbrough, automatically I think of him and Napoleon Hill and think and go grow rich. I mm -hmm. think he's a dynamic speaker because I've heard him in person. I think about what does he teach at Clark Spelman Morehouse, Clark, one of those college. Clark, Clark. Yes, yes. Well, I think about those things, right? HBCU, <laughs> and mm -hmm. so that his brand is solidified as being mm -hmm. a dynamic speaker, as being not necessarily pro-black, but being a strong black man, a yes. strong black pillar when yes. it comes to black business and then bringing the next generation on so that mm -hmm. we don't start at a, at a deficit. And Most people don't with, build brands that way. Yeah, and it's nothing wrong with targeting uh, women or targeting blacks right. or targeting black women or Christian black, Christian black women. I mean, the more you niche it down, really the better because then the you'll better. find the specialized publications that will have the concentration of the people that will, will be reading it. And so that's really, really key. Dennis Kimbrough, his book is um, Speak and um, Think and Grow Rich. Think and Grow Rich. A Black Choice. It's on my shelf right here. Like <laughs> yes, <laughs> A Black Choice. And so it speaks to me, it speaks to you yep. and and of millions of other Black people. So Absolutely. it's not like he, he decided to say, you know, like I'm going to not do that because I'll limit my audience. No, you actually made a stronger appeal to the audience that will really resonate with you. Absolutely. And then they will become what I call super fans, right? Mm -hmm. They're super fans because they, because you talk to them. It's like when we pick up a phone to someone, the more you know about a person, the yes. more you can really speak to them. The less you know about them, you're not going to have too much to say. You forget and just about them. Pass over their head. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I want people to really understand that part. So, so much. So when we, when you, are you still doing ghostwriting as well? Or, or no, no. Um, I used to, I stopped last year. I was like, I only do two books a year, but I'm like, 
I just took it all off the plate. Um, because yeah. what we've actually done is on top of PR, we've actually went back to like integrated marketing and then uh-huh. starting with you know, strategic marketing plans and how branding fits in there and putting the PR plan into the marketing plan. Because a lot of times people will come to me and I'm like, OK, we work in conjunction with the marketing plan that your brand already has. Let me see the plan. And they're like, you are the plan. <laughs> like, uh-huh. All I have is PR. I'm like, but where is your how are you? What is the attraction? Marketing is all about attraction. And then what is the sales plan? Because that way I know what actually needs to be said. And so I'm not doing ghostwriting or editing anymore. Um, I'm just more so sticking on making sure that PR doesn't get lost in the sauce and then mm-hmm. it can shine for what it actually does when it comes to marketing and sales, you know, for these small business owners and entrepreneurs, because it's stuff we we know, but I think we forget because we look on social media and it's like, oh, all I got to do is post. All I got to do is a reel. All I, and it's like, no, that stuff works. But there was stuff that was working like billboards and uh, mailers. These things were working and still work. There are a lot of people that get business offline um, that are not online every day. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they are sending mailers. You get the junk mail. You call it junk. But guess what? It's keeping them in business. Yes. Or they have walking, talking billboards for brands that I love. Like I'm an Apple head. All my technology is Apple products. Mm-hmm. Apple mm-hmm. stays in business because I'm going to keep talking about Apple. And so branding and marketing and PR, that's what it creates. It creates um, what I call brand loyalists. And yes. so they just keep sending people. They they do the work for you. And most people are afraid, like you were saying, to niche down and just say, oh, I'm going to focus on black Christian women because they're like, oh, it's it'll isolate me. I'm like, no, it's one of the best things you could ever do because you talk directly to that audience and then everybody else just benefits and they'll come on board. Yeah. Um, but when you when you put that in, the, it, it then it goes, oh, we need to find all the Christian publications for black women or for families or mm-hmm. for healthy Christian marriages or, mm-hmm. you know, those type of things. But when you're just like, oh, I just want to be everywhere and I want to get seen as much as possible. You won't get seen anywhere. If you're trying to get seen everywhere, you won't really be heard by anyone because you will really just confuse people because it's like, well, what is it? How can I refer you? And I always tell people, I said, if I'm going to refer you to something, where have I seen you showing up consistently? If I see you, it's like, oh, I'd like to refer such and such, but you know, but I think they they're also selling pies, but exactly you know, over here doing doing uh, design work, and then I saw, and so now we've confused them. Or someone who says I'm a life coach, I'm a life coach, but I teach on relationships, and I coach on this, and I coach on that, and it's like, okay, well, you cannot be good at everything, and no it just way. puts a level of doubt in someone when they says, well, I do everything, and you really can't. And so that's what we're really just saying, just you have to niche it down. You really, yes. really do. I want people to go to the website, um, your website, theomg.biz. Uh, they can find out more information about Absolutely. you. The o- I love with the OMG, right? That is just so cool. That was like a, a good brand right there. You know, <laughs> like, okay, let's do the OMG.biz. And really it's about business. So that's Absolutely. why it's .biz. And because you can have so much publicity you can be in all the publications, but if you're not really having a foundational things of building your brand, of really converting the traffic yes. so that it can turn into customers and clients, what does it work? I mean, it's probably stroke your ego, but it really is not. It's ego marketing, but it's not going to pay the bills. Is, you can't take ego to the bank. You can't do anything <laughs> no. with it. You um, can't go to the, yeah. the bank with the Well, I was just seeing in such and such on the covers, like, and okay. like, so why is that why is that that money in your bank <laughs> <laughs> so as as publicists and things like that what what um 
bit of advice would you, I guess you would say, share with a author and speaker that's just starting out? They are um, not knowing even who to talk to, mm-hmm. what to say. Um, where where should they start? Where would someone who is just really like maybe they have a book and they've spoken in a few places, but where would they start with um, their publicity campaign? What would be the first thing that, that you would suggest that they do? Start local. Mm-hmm. Um, I like to talk to people before they write their books because I have that background. I'm like, you can build a business around a book. So before yes. you start writing, I know this was your dream, but if you really want to sell these books, let's be a little bit strategic. So honestly, I'm like, talk to somebody before you do it. But if it's out there and you've spoken, I would say start local. So yes. many times we miss out on opportunities because automatically we want to be national. We want to be international in your <laughs> own backyard. The people that know you and trust you already who would love to say, oh, that's Malika. She's from Atlanta. Start there. They're always yes. looking for good news from the citizens that are right there in your yes. own backyard. So your local TV, your local newspapers, um, if it's a podcast that's, you know, if, it, if it's like an Atlanta entrepreneurs podcast or yeah, they could go in the studio for a lot it. of podcasts. Yes. Yeah, like that's mm-hmm. the easiest way to mm-hmm. get. You say, I want to be on CNN one day. Okay, well, try being on 11 Alive. And then right. try being on like things that are local in your backyard. Yeah. So by the time you get to CNN, that's less work we have to do as far as media yes. training because and, you've done it. And you get yes. on CNN and you'll freeze up if you've never had that type of I've seen training before that. or that experience. So start mm-hmm. local, definitely. I like what you said, Malika, when you said, I'd like to see them before they write their book. Yes. Because yes. one of the things is that once the book is there, it's, I mean, it's there. it's there. So I always tell people before you write your book to write your marketing plan, write yes. your marketing and PR plan of how you're going to sell the book. And it'll really make you stop and think of how to shape the words in the book. Because mm-hmm. if you're not, I always say, if you're not writing to a market and you're not writing to sell it, you're really just journaling. Just and journaling. so you want to make sure that you write the marketing plan first about what you want this to do for your business. And that is the most important advice that I can give yes. anyone because I've had so many authors that will come to me after their book is written and it's a good book, but I said, what's the point? What's the purpose? How is this really, how are you leveraging this? And so they'd have to like rewrite it mm-hmm. and then spent thousands of dollars and they had to pull it down and then rewrite it and put different things in it, different stories. Definitely. I mean, it's just like before you write anything, please consult with someone like Malika or myself to help you shape and position yourself so yes. that you can build the brand. Not just write a book. Just, you know, I hear these things like, let's write a book in 30 days. It's like, oh my God, I just cringe when I hear that. I cringe too. I'm like, oh Lord. My write the book challenge, I'm like, okay, but these same people are going to be talking to me. And I'm like, nah, I, no, 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 yeah. no, 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 no. Yeah. So. yeah. <laughs> so one of the things too, Sheldon says, um, Sheldon says, hi, my name is Sheldon. Hi, could you please send, could you, Hi, please, would you contact me? So he wants to contact you or me or both. Well, I had her hurt. So the best way is always to go to someone's website. So I had that there. So that way, Sheldon, you can actually contact her uh, as well. It's the omg.biz. And we're right here in uh, the different social medias. But the OMG, and this is a thing too, Malika. I always tell people, I said, please. I said, we have so many different places to check. We got Messenger and this and that, Facebook, DMs. I said, but. The website, if you really want to get someone's attention, 
go through their website. Yes. I guarantee you will get their attention first. Even with media people, I said, you want to do the proper way where you know that they're going to respond. Right. So the, right. The, um, if you're going to contact media, yeah, you can slide in their DMs or whatever. But for the most part, they probably would like an email pitch. That's that's really like, it's, that's what I pitch. I pitch it that way. So that will be, if you're trying to reach out to me, you can actually go to readysetgospeak.com. That's there as well. That's scrolling across the bottom as well. So definitely thank you so much for, for, for listening, um, Sheldon, so that I can, uh, uh, we can contact you. And, you know, just one of the things too about branding, I want to make sure that people know that when they go through my branding accelerator program, one of the first things that I always tell people, we're building a brand from the ground up. So please have a branded email. Uh, a yes. branded email would mean that it's Pam at PamPerryPR.com yep. or Malika at the OMG.biz. You know, yep. something like that, that because between what happens is if you're going to pitch the media, they want to know if you're going to open, if they're going to open that email, that it's not spam one. Right. And two, that they can really check out the website before they even open the email mm -hmm. because it's between that dot in the middle and then the dot com or dot biz that they'll know that that's the website. Right. So you want to, you want to make sure that you're doing that. So that will be good. Um, so anyway, so yeah, so definitely for sure. Um, he wants to get in touch with you so you can see that he has his, one of his things is that he's um, mental health. He does a video for mental mm -hmm. health professionals and, and uh, addiction counselors. So that's really okay. one, of the, one of your lanes. So that will be good. So you also too, when you're, when you're looking for publicists, you want to work with publicists that, have a, um, I say connections in the area where you right. where you are, you know, if whether it's locally or whether it's within the industry, uh, you know, because they'll have media contacts in that. For me, um, it's authors and speakers, African-American, right? Yep. So depending on what they are, primarily a lot of them are business or inspirational speakers. And a lot of them tend to have a Christian bin. So I have a lot of Christian media contacts. So you want to, you want to, you want to make sure and I've even said, you know, with my PR colleagues, and we're in Respect the Publicist with uh, Candace Nicole, yes. if there are other things, if it's not in my wheelhouse, we'll refer them to each other. Yeah, so, you know, refer, yeah. better with food or, you know, such and such is better with beauty and lifestyle, such and such is better with this. And because they have contacts in, yes. in that contacts area. Contacts and relationships. Oh, my God. And it's like, <laughs> okay. And sometimes we even collaborate together. I yes. collaborate with um, Karen Taylor Bass on different projects and things like that. So, you know, you want to make sure that you're doing that. So that's one of the key things. So as we end up, is there any other thing that you'd like to share before we kind of end our live today? Whatever Pam is selling, you need to buy it. That's all I got. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. What conferences do you have coming up? Look, Who are you going to? So my, my next conference is in July. I okay. haven't released the city yet, but I'm, I've, I've been booked for a few things all over. Okay. What's so crazy? I just told myself before, I said, like, I need to check my calendar for next month because I stay gone. I stay doing something, which I'm grateful. So thank God yeah. for that. Um, but yeah, my next conference is in uh, July and it'll be for entrepreneurs, business owners. Um, and I'll just say creative professionals. Okay. Um, and so we'll have a mix because I'm really bringing the spiritual part back into the work that I do for so many. Oh, I mean, yeah. I've been ministering for so long. I was like, nope, I'm going to leave that to everybody else. And I'm guys like, that's hey, part of who, that's part of who you are. That's yeah. part of who I am. Do what I told you to do. So yes, I'm I bringing that it. component back into business. Um, it's never left. It was just kind of under wraps. <laughs> but now well, the last two years, we, we weren't having any kind of conferences. So, you know, yes. that's, that's the other yes. thing. 
So July, we'll make sure that we go to your website so we get on your list and so you can send out all that information on that. That will be good. I know for me, um, the end of the month, I was speaking at some publishers, uh, publishers okay. conference in New York, but I'm really excited to, um, like I said, uh, Darnell's, hers is coming up in Philly in the end of May, near Memorial Day. And then George Frazier, you know, where we met. That that's definitely that's in August this year. It's in okay. in Houston, and it's hot. Oh, okay. That'll be it's hot. Gonna, it's gonna be hot. <laughs> it's gonna be hot. You it know. So and and uh, you know. So hopefully, you know, we won't be masking up when it's that hot. Okay. So we're we're, we're praying that it's all just going away and everybody's back yes. and all that kind of stuff. So well, thank you so much for thank joining you. me because this you. has been really really good. Your your background and everything that you're doing is an example that you. you know stay in your lane keep growing and blossoming and it grows into other areas and so yes, just you know being staying true to you just like what you said your brand and yes. you're doing your events and you're doing all of the publicity things and doing the writing and uh, you can even refer people too absolutely you know, to to other editors if they need it you know a good book when you see it it's like mm, you might need to really See this person. You're not putting this out there. You're not putting my name on that. <laughs> right, right. So it's like a certain thing. So yes. So Malika, thank you so much for joining thank us you. today. And I will talk with you soon. All right. Yes, God bless. Thank you. Bye-bye. You've been listening to the Get Out There and Get Known podcast brought to you by PamPerryPR.com, where you'll get insider tips on how to build your platform, pitch the media, and promote yourself with confidence. Head over to PamPerryPR.com and get the exclusive video training on the seven must-have marketing materials you need before you pitch. In order to be considered in media places or superstar stages, PamPerryPR.com, where you help you shine like a superstar. <laughs>